So we like to talk today, Be'ezrat Hashem Itbarach, a very powerful question. The question is, how is it possible that Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu had a child like Ishmael, that so much bad came out of him. And not only that, Esav, how could Yitzchak have a son like Esav, that so much evil, Amalek, whatever you want, all the bad came out of these people. So, you're talking about Avraham Avinu, how is it possible to have such a child? And moreover, how is it possible that the same Avraham Avinu would have a child to the highest as Yitzchak, and on the other hand, on the lowest as Ishmael, that we suffer so much from? It's a big question. So, before we touch upon this question, which is a fascinating sugiya, that's not really uh, very much known, I like to read you what it says over here in the Kliyakar, fascinating Kliyakar. The Kliyakar has a question. It says over here in the parasha, in the beginning of parashat Toldot, Ve'ele Toldot Yitzchak ben Avraham, Avraham olid et Yitzchak. There's two things that it says over here. Ele Toldot Yitzchak ben Avraham, which means... Yitzchak was also the Tolada, Avraham, who lead at Yitzchak. He gave birth to Yitzchak. And secondly, also, he was his child. Yitzchak ben Avraham. It's an interesting thing. It's a repetition. Why does the Torah need to say that? Once you told me, Ele toldot Yitzchak ben Avraham, I know that Avraham will lead at Yitzchak. That's one question. I ask another question, and that is, doesn't Sarah give birth to uh, Yitzchak? What does it mean over here, Avraham holida et Yitzchak? It should have been Sarah holida et Yitzchak. But we'll touch upon that afterwards and we'll see how this works out. Rashi already tells us a certain idea, but we're saying over here something a little bit different. But let's see the Kliakar. Kliakar tells us something fascinating. He says that there's two types of giving of birth, of children. In other words, there's children that are the Tolada, you gave birth to that child, and there are those that are called your children even without giving birth. Ben. Ben not necessarily means that you gave birth to that child. Tolada, ele toldot itzchak, must be that you gave birth to that child. And those are two different aspects. And, right, and, and the Kriyakal explains beautifully. He says like this. He says that we do find many times that the Torah calls children not necessarily to children that were given birth by their father. Like, for instance, it says that Talmidim kruim banim v'shinantam levanecha elu talmidim Which means not necessarily you didn't give birth to that child. It's just your student. It's your, your Talmid. It's called banim. Banim kruim talmidim. Or, for instance, by by uh, by Batya, it says about it says Moshe Vayila Leben. Batya, not Batya, Bat Paro. Batya gave birth to uh, Moshe. No, she didn't give birth to uh, Moshe. But still, it's it, Moshe is con- called in the Torah the child of Batya Vayila Leben. Thirdly, you see by Esther. Esther, it says over there. That levat. She was a bat to who? To Mordechai. He didn't give birth to her. Either she was a relative to him, or he fostered her. 
or he married her, but she wasn't his child. And still the Megillah calls it, Vatihilo Lebat. Avraham was called Av Hamon Goim. Avraham Avinu didn't give birth to them, still called Av Hamon Goim, which means you see that a child called Yoben, Obat, Obanim, not necessarily means that you gave birth to them. That's one thing. Then you have somebody who gave birth. What's the difference, he explains. The difference is, somebody who gave birth, he's like you, Beteva. He's born like you, he acts like you, he looks like you, he's very much a copy of you. It's very easy to see the, 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 the relativity between a father and a child. Like father, like son. But when we're talking about somebody who didn't give birth to, so over there, it's somebody that you educated, that you lifted to higher places, that you directed in life. So it's called your child. But that easily could change. Unlike a real son that you gave birth to, Tolada, Avram Holid at Yitzchak, that usually doesn't change so easily. It's very hard to change the nature of a person that he received from his father. But when we're talking about somebody who didn't receive it from his father, but rather it's a student or so, it's easy to change the person from whatever he received from his rabbi. He received a certain thing from his rabbi. He lives his rabbi. He could live also and change his ways as well. We found that all the time. What it says over here is that Ishmael was called Ben Avram. He was not called his Tolada. He's not called his Tolada. Remember that. Why wasn't Ishmael called Tolada of Avram? That Avram Avinu gave birth to Ishmael. He doesn't say that Avram Avinu gave birth to Ishmael, but he does say that he was his son. And the explanation to that, we see more in depth soon. There's a lot of depth, beautiful things that the Mephalshim explain over here. But the idea over here, says the Kliakar, that Ishmael received his nature from his mother, Hagar, not from Avraham Avinu. He didn't receive his nature. He was Ben Avraham because Avraham tried to change him. He tried to lift him and direct him in the right direction. And for a certain point, maybe he was successful, but it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't stick. But although Avraham Avinu gave birth to him in, in, in reality, he was his child, the Torah doesn't call him a Tolada. The, the Torah only calls him Ben Avram, unlike Yitzchak that is called Ben Avram and Tolada of Avram. Two things: he gave the nature, he gave the direction, he gave him everything, and 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 Yitzchak received it and followed it. But also, he was like his father exactly. He was like that Beetzem. He had all the good of his father. That's how he explains over here, and he brings beautifully. He says that. Because Agar was a Mitzrit, she was an Egyptian, and you know that it says in the Torah that a Mitzrim shtufei zima, and therefore he was also like that, he was shatuf zima. How do we know that he was immoral? Because Vayishmael metzachek. What's metzachek? Rashi says, gilu yarayot, he was immoral. So he didn't receive what Avraham Avinu had in, 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 in nature. He didn't receive, he wasn't a tolada. Of Avraham Avinu, and over here we come to a fascinating thing that we learn from Rav Yosef Gitkalia, which is one of the earliest Mekubalim, is a Rishon Mekubal Kadmon that wrote 
דברי קבלה, הפלא ופלא. Very big things. And he's considered one of the big מקובלים. And he writes, a sef, he writes in his sefer שערי הוראה the following thing. Listen to this, it's ממש fascinating. You'll realize with understanding of how the, the how could from Avraham Avinu you'll have two children that actually are very, very different in nature and how the offsprings of those continue to become one like Yitzchak, holy and good and Bale Chesed and, and, and all the good in the world and all the bad midot that come through Ishmael and later on also through Esav. So he says like this, it's this fascinating things that if If it wasn't written in the Sfarim, and we'll see that it repeated in many Sfarim, not only in uh, the Sefer Sharei Orafim of Yosef Giktalia, but also in the Chida, and also in Orachayim HaKadosh, and also in the Zohar. So it's written in many different places. Fascinating things, again, that you couldn't, you couldn't think that way if it wasn't written over here. So what does he say? He says like this. He starts off saying that Adam Rishon, Daki Kshechata Adam Rishon, when Adam Rishon sinned, Hutlabop Gima. He had a certain blemish that came to him. That blemish became like a door with all the ministers, all the powers of the world that came into Adam Arishon. But those were negative powers. Those are sarim of kochot atumah. That's how he explains. Adam, this is deep concepts, but the concept of Adam Arishon is that once he sinned, All the bad powers of the world, which is called over here Sarim, Kohota Tum'ah, the powers of Tum'ah, of impurity, came into Adam Arishon. Vezoya Zoemash Til Hanachash Bechava. Nachash poisoned Sarah with those Tum'ot. Chava. Poisoned Chava with those Tum'ot. כשנעשה גופו של אדם ראשון ניסה לחימוצם של הסרים וכוחות התומה, אותה זוהמה לא נפרדה מגופו של אדם, it was stuck there. Once he got that poison, it got stuck within אדם ראשון, which was the father of all humanity. עד שנזדקקה מעט מעט בצדיקים שבדורות, כמו הכסף שמזקקים אותו בתוך הכור. It needed to be slowly, slowly cleaned from the טומאה. Within generations, Every generation, Tzadik had to go through a certain process of cleansing that Tum'ah from his, because he's an offspring, he's a child, he's an offspring of Adam Rishon. So he had to clean that in order to give to the next generation something a little bit pure. So he gives an examples. He says, Ketzad, Bashet vezikek me'achet, cleaned it a little bit. שנאמר וילד בתמותו כצלמו ויקרא את שמו שט בחנוך חנוך אפטרוורדס זקק מעט מאותה זומה שנאמר ויתהלך חנוך את האלוקים which means slowly slowly there was a process of cleansing that טומאה until he got to אברהם אבינו אברהם אבינו בא אברהם וזקק יותר אברהם אבינו already which was one of the if not the greatest person that ever walked earth He cleaned a nice amount of it. He made, he made a, a nice amount of cleansing, cleansing from that Tum'ah that was within him from the Adam Rishon. How did they do that? So Abraham Avinu, the way he did it is that he took the Tum'ah that he had within him, stored within him, and he threw it into 
Ishmael. When Ishmael was born, when he when when he conceived Ishmael, Ishmael got the tumah part into him. Still, it wasn't a complete cleaning within Avraham Avinu. He had something left within him. Yitzchak afterwards came and took the rest and put it in Esav. And that is the explanation of how you have a child like Ishmael and Esav. This was the bed that was stored within them and a cleanup that they had to go through the process. Nimtza Yaakov mezukak kulot ha'oren bo psolet. Yaakov Avirno was completely cleaned. He was cleaned out completely from that poison, from that kochot atumah, from that chimutsasarim that they had. Nimtza Yaakov Avirno atzora shlema she'en ba psolet klal. Nimtzeru Avraham ve'itzchak she'aya ba'em ptzat psolet. Avraham ve'itzchak had a little bit of that poison, a little bit of that tumah, a little bit of that dirt within them. Listen to this. When Yaakov Avinu gathered his children before he passed away, he asked them, Everybody said, That we all are clean and pure. Then, that, then he knew that nothing at all was left of that poison, of that tum'ah. By the way, the Avodat Yisrael, the Magid, Mikuznit says that the Shvatim still thought at that time, before uh, before um, the end of uh, Yaakov Avinu's uh, 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 life, they thought that, that Yosef, Yosef was the one that received the, the tum'ah from his father. And therefore, they wanted to get rid of him. They really thought that he was the one carrying the psalm just like Ishmael did and just like Esav did, and they feel, felt that it's time to get rid of him. So with that, we can understand this beautiful idea that he had that tum'ah, and he gave it over to Ishmael. The pure, the, 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 the pure side that was left was left for Yitzchak. And now listen to the words of the Chida in Pnei David. The Chida says the following thing. The pasuk states, V'sarai eshet Avram lo yaldalo. Sarai menu wasn't given birth to Avram Avinu. The Chida asked, what does it mean, Sarai eshet Avram lo yalda lo? She didn't give birth to him. Well, she gave birth to somebody else. What's coming, what's the mi'ut, lo? She didn't give birth, she didn't give birth. What does it mean, to him? So the Chida has two perushim. We, stay, we, we, we concentrate on the second perush. But the question is a very powerful question. What does it mean, lo? And he says like this, Kol hasigim shayu ba'avraham mikoach, terach ve'kayotzen, itbaregu al yedea shifcha hagar v'yatza Ishmael. Which means, Avraham Avinu, says the Chida, had sigim, thorns, psolet, dirt. He had the kochot atum'ah. Each, each mefaresh calls it differently, but the idea is the same idea. He calls it over here Sigim. Those things were within Avraham Avinu, Mitzad Torah, from his father Torah, that received it from his father, his father to, to Adam Rishon. He carried those Sigim, and he was able to mevarer, to separate that into Agar Hashifcha to Ishmael. When they reached the earlier 
ages of, the year, of their life, זקנים ונחדרי תחתם, וגם הגדילו לעשות מצוות, וגדול עוד שמיים חסדם, ועמיתם יצא מהם מצחק קדוש אמר לו. וכל זה אין כל יקר ראתה שרה אמנו עליה שלום ברוח הקודש, ושרה אמנו did what she did, she took, it's a fascinating thing, שרה אמנו takes הגר, a slave lady, a שפחה מצרית, the lowest, and what should she do? She gives that הגר to her husband, קדוש עליון, her husband was Abraham Avinu, imagine, she takes such a thing, such a, such a low thing, And she gives it to the most kadosh thing. And not only that, that's her husband. Who does such a thing? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Why does she do such a thing? Says the chida kol zeh en kol yakar rata. Sarai menu alaya shalom beruach hakodesh. Sarai menu was not a simple lady. Was not a regular lady. No simple calculation like we learn in kindergarten. That yeah, for the zechut, that she gave it. This, that. Chida says, no, 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 no. She saw things in ruach hakodesh. What we just spoke before and what we'll speak more soon. She didn't give birth to him. What does it mean to him? Because of him. Because of Avraham Avinu, she couldn't give birth. Why? She needed first to separate the thorns, the tum'ah, the bad, the evil, the bad things that are within Avraham Avinu. that he received from Terach and from Adam Arishon. Therefore, this needed to be separated before you give birth to somebody so holy and so pure like Yitzchak. ולכן לא ילדה בשבילו שיש בו סיגים. ואינו בדין ששרה תלד כל עוד שיש בו סיגים. It's not possible for Sarah to give birth to Abraham Avinu as long as he carries something that's negative, negative powers. וזה שכתוב, הננה הצרני השם ויעקבני. What does he mean? זה בשבילך שיש בך סיגים וצריכים בירור. שרה אימנו foresaw this. She was a נביאה unbelievable. רש"י says she was a greater נביאה than אברהם אבינו. What was she seeing in her נבואה? In her רוח הקודש, as he says over here, she saw that אברהם אבינו is carrying those סיגים, those thorns, and it needs to be separated before you have a child. And therefore, השם הצרני ויעקבני, לכן העצך אליך, הני בועל שפחתי ותשליך בה כל השיגים. He tells Abraham Avinu, take my, my maid and throw within her all the negative powers. אולי בנה גם אנוכי שאתעבר מזרע קודש. Therefore I'll be built from it. How would I be built from it? Because now after you threw all the bad, the negative into Hagar, and Ishmael would be born, I will... You'll, you'll stay pure and be able from there to have Zerah Kodesh like Yitzchak. וישמע אברהם לכל שרי לרוח הקודש שבה. He listened to her. ועל פי זה says the Chida, אפשר שזה הטעם שהכניסה שרה. He says a fascinating thing. He says like this. And this is, uh, it's brought down also in, uh, in the Ma'archu, in Sha'ar Apsukim for the Ma'archu, Rapaim Vital from the Arizal. In Parashat Lech Lecha, he says the following thing, and the Chida also quotes it. He says that, you know, it's brought down in the Midrash, and Rashi brings it down, that Hagar uh, conceived, and Saram Imenu gave her Ainara, and she had a miscarriage. And then she had Ishmael afterwards. Why is that? Says the, says the Zohar, says the, says the, 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 the Rizal, And the Chida, he says like this, 
על פי זה אפשר שזה טעם שהכניס השרה עין הרע בעיבור הראשון של הגר. והפילה, כי ידעה שרה ממנו עליה שלום ברוח הקודש, שאותו עובר הראשון היה רע ומר מתוקף השיגים. ובכוונה מכוונת עשתה כי יפול הנופל ואחר כך נתעברה מישמן. Which means the first child that was supposed to be born to Abraham Avinu from Agar was the, the, the thickest possible to mine and, 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 and evil. That was the peak of the evil. That was like worse than Ishmael. Imagine worse than Ishmael. Worse, the, the worst of the worst you could have. And therefore... Sarai Menu saw that that, that that already you can't handle. Even Ishmael you can't handle. But this will be even much worse than that. And therefore she made Ainara. This is how the Ma'achu writes, Rav Chaim Vital. He writes, Sarai ve'agar besod mocha ve'klipa. U'kmo sh'aklipa katma le'moch, ken yalda agar terem Sarai. He writes like this. Sarai and Hagar, it's like fruits with a shell. The shell, the peel, comes first. And then the fruit is within it. The, the fruit grows within it. And therefore you need to have first Hagar in order for the fruit to be protected and to grow the sweet fruit that needs to grow in there. And then he writes, Sarai chnis ayin ara b'yibura shel Hagar v'yipila ki hayam mitzad ara levad l'fichach hipalto. There was nothing good in the first child of Hagar. Ishmael, at least, Within the first generation, he made Teshuvah. He didn't last. He didn't hold. He didn't go to the, to, the, to the offsprings of Ishmael that were as evil as he was born. But at least that, the first child that was supposed to be born to Agar was totally evil, totally bad. And therefore, she made a Ayn around it. So this is a fascinating thing that Chidat teaches us. But the idea, again, that we're coming back and saying that when... Sarai Menu saw in the Ruach HaKodesh, in the Nevoah, all that's within Avraham Avinu. She knew that before you have a child, before you have a child, there's Yitzchak, Sarai Eshet Avraham lo yalda lo. She didn't give birth because of Avraham Avinu. She saw that she couldn't have a child until he cleans himself of that Tum'ah. And this is what the Zohar says. Listen to the Zohar. Zohar writes, in Parashat Vayera, in Parashat Lechlecha, oh no, that's Fascinating thing, listen to this. Says the Zohar Kadosh that if you pay attention you see that Ishmael was not named in his, in, in, in his name after Yitzchak was born. The Torah doesn't name him Ishmael when, whenever they have the discussion, Sarah and, 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 and uh, Avraham, throughout the whole time, until they throw him out afterwards. But within that time, they stopped calling him Ishmael. Why is that? Says the Zohar, he was not called in his name. Whenever you have gold, you don't consider the psolet. You don't consider the shell. You have a fruit. So you bring fruit home and you tell your son, uh, you want to eat orange? Why don't tell him, you want to eat orange? You, I, have, I bought you orange with a peel. Why don't say I bought orange with a peel? 
Because מקום הפסולת, במקום האוכל, מקום זהב, פסולת לא נחשב לכלום. Right? You bring watermelon. You say, oh, I brought watermelon. Why don't you say, well, I brought watermelon with, with, with the shell, with the, with the peel. You don't say that. Why? Because it's not worth anything. It's not considered. לפיכך כתוב בן הגר המצרית. Now the Torah calls him בן הגר המצרית. איש שאינו ראוי להיזכר לפני יצחק. רבי שמעון אומר, this is all in the Zohar הקדוש. זה הכתוב שבחה של שרה, הוא again, it's to praise שרה אימנו. לפי שראתה אותו מצחק לעבודה זרה. Back then he was עובד עבודה זרה. But he had all the different evils within him. רש"י says מצחק, is עבודה זרה, גילוי עריות, שפיכות דמים. He was throwing arrows at יצחק ו- says מצחק אני. No, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I'm just shooting rockets. I... I don't mean to, to, to hurt civilians. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just angry about the occupation. I'm just, um, I'm just angry about the, the, I'm just showing the resistance. Amra vaday enze bno shel Avraham. Sarai menu said, that's not your child. You hear what the Zohar says? The Zohar says, that is not your, Sarai menu came to Avraham. She told him, Ishmael is not your child. She called, didn't call him even Ishmael, says the Zohar. This is not your child. Ben Agar Mitzrit. It belongs to Agar. Nothing to do with you. Avraham Avinu says, what are you talking about? Look at Orachayim. Let me finish this Zohar and I'll show you the Orachayim. Amrav Adayin is the son of Avraham. This is not your child. Sheyase ma'asav shel Avraham. Ela ben Agaru lechelek imo. This belongs to his mother. Nothing to do with you. Listen to the words of Orachayim HaKadosh. Orachayim HaKadosh says, עוד ירצה על אודות בנו. It says over here in the פסוק. וירא הדבר מאוד בעיני אברהם על אודות בנו. He was, he was very angry of what happened to his son. Again, בנו, not his תולדה. Remember that כלי יקר. אשר יחסה אותו שרה להגר. This child, שרה אימנו says, is בן הגר המצרית, not your child, says the Zohar. האמה הזאת ואת בנה, גרש את האמה הזאת ואת בנה. בן האמה, כן, בן האמה, she calls him in a degrading way, the Zohar says, she calls him in a degrading way. בא הקדוש ברוך הוא והצדיק דברי שרה. אברהם אבינו felt bad. וירא הדבר מאוד בעיני אברהם על אודות בנו. הקדוש ברוך הוא comes and says no. ויאמר אלוקים אל אברהם אל ירא בעיניך, על הנער ועל אמתיך. הקדוש ברוך הוא doesn't call him his child. על הנער, he's a boy, doesn't call him in his name also. כל אשר תאמר אליך שרה שמע בקרעה, שרה is correct. Let's see the, the words of the Rechaim. בא הקדוש ברוך הוא והצדיק דברי שרה ואמר לו כל אשר תאמר לך שרה שמע בקולה ואל תחשיב אותו בנך. הפלא ופלא. Don't consider Ishmael your child. והוא אמרו אל הנער, עקר לו שם בנו. אברהם אבינו now that he listens to that, he realized that הקדוש ברוך הוא סס ויאמר אלוקים אל אברהם אל יראה בעיניך על הנער. It's not your child. Who you call על הנער? You speak about somebody's child, you say on the boy. Say your child, your boy. Your child. Your sweetie. Your cutie. So over here, על הנער, on the boy. עקר לו שם בנו, ואמר לו כי בצחק יקרא לך זרע. ובן זה, ישמעאל, על שם בנו, על שם אמו יקרא. והוא אמרו וגם את בן נעמה. ותמצא שחזר אברהם והודה לדבריה דכתיב, וישכם אברהם בבוקר, ויקח, what does it say over there? את הילד. He took the child, not בנו, it doesn't say את בנו. ולא אמר ואת בנו. 
the Gemara says, what does it mean, Shavu Poim HaChamor? Am HaDomeh LeChamor. You are like the donkey. What does that mean? It means that it's not his child. He uprooted the name Ishmael and uprooted the name child. Now this is this is a fascinating thing because that explains to you a lot. It explains to you the idea of how how you take from Avraham Avinu, that's such a holy man, and you have a child like Ishmael. How is that possible? How a child like Ishmael grows from Avraham Avinu? The answer is, Ishmael was the psolet. Just like a person, he eats food, the nourishments of the food, the nutritions of the food go into his system, and the psolet, the waste, goes out. That's exactly what happened here. They needed to clean themselves from the psolet. Once you have it cleaned from the psolet, you become pure. You become pure. Now, Avraham Avinu couldn't com- completely purify himself, as we said. It needed to be done a step later with Esav. Once Esav was born, that everything went out. And if you take a look, by the way, the Midrash Rabbah says, fascinating. The Midrash Rabbah says, Vayavoel agar vatahar. Look how everything is the same. It's like, mamash, like, it's that, it's that, normally you would say, okay, there's opinions. This opinion, that opinion. And these are fascinating chidushim that I don't think many people know. I didn't know that until I came across. They see that everything fits together like a glove. They're all talking the same language, but it's all hidden until you hear somebody like the Share Ora of Yosef Gektalia that opens it up for you, like the Chida that opens it up for you. And then you realize, oh, one minute, this is what it means, this is what it means. Because I saw this Midrashim, and I saw, I even looked at the Zohar and Or Chaim two weeks ago when I learned the parasha, but, you know, it didn't click. It didn't click until somebody comes and puts it together for you. And then you see a Midrash Rabbah says, Vayavo el agar v'tahar, akotim alalu enan lo mitkanshim velo nizraim. Me'eleem hem yotzim, Olim, which means thorns, unlike wheat, for instance, grain, you have to work for grain. You work hard, day in and day out. You wake up in the morning, you go to the field. You, you, there's so much work involved in growing uh, um, grain. A, a lot of work. A lot of labor. And but But the thorns that grow, the grass that grows needs nothing. Nothing. It grows by itself. So the Midrash says of those thorns, you don't need to, to, to plant them, you don't need to work them. They grow by themselves. And the Et Yosef explains the following. Et Yosef is a Midra, is, is a, is a perush on the Midrash Rabbah. He says, Klomar lo'olam dvarim aphutim nimtzaim velo torach. I heard from Rav Mishkovsky that he said that uh, when Agar saw that Sarai Menu couldn't have a child and she gets married with Avraham Avinu and boom, boom, she's having a child right away. So she, Rashi says that she said, Sarai is not tocha kevara. Look at that. Sarai plays like a tzadeket. What is this? Look at me. Right away. Easy. 
And Sarah is already so many years, 10 years, she doesn't have a child. What is this? So he says, he said, that she didn't realize, you don't realize, something that's worth nothing, you can have billion and a half in the world. No problem. As many as you want, you can have. It's free. Take it all. But you want to have one Yitzchak. One Yitzchak. That takes a lot of work. It's not easy. A lot of work, a lot of avodat Hashem, a lot of purifying. And now we understand even more than that. It doesn't work just like that. In order to have one Yitzchak, you can't... Sarai Menu might have, could have had a child right away. But that child would have in it the psolet, the sigim, the isa, part of the isa, part of the chimuts. She didn't want that. And Hashem didn't want that. As, as, as uh, the Chida says, Hashem didn't want. He want first that Yishmael should be born. And this gives you a, a, an understanding of, of, of this concept very well that he says over here that when is it that a child would be able to get the name of the, the of Tolada of Avraham Avinu? That was only by Yitzchak. Why? Because he was in nature like Avraham Avinu. Ishmael didn't have the nature of Avraham Avinu. He had the nature of Agar. He had the nature of Agar. So some ask, Ah, but he made the Shuvah in the end of the, his days. Indeed, he made the Shuvah. But he explains the clear Hakar that just like a Ben, he was, he was called Ben, uh, Ishmael was called Ben Avraham, which means like the clear Hakar explains, it, like we said before, Ben, when it's your student, is somebody that has only the nature of Ben, not somebody you gave birth to, easily can change the way that you teach him. You teach him like that. Now he goes to a different rabbi, and all of a sudden he changes his ways. He could change very easily his ways. Very hard to change the nature of a person that he received from his father. And that is the idea by Ishmael. He changed like this, then he changed like that, because he wasn't from 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 Avraham Avinu. He wasn't the Toladah of Avraham Avinu. And that's what Sasarai is telling him. She's telling him, no, it's not your child. Imagine, not your child. And Avraham Avinu was upset. He felt bad. Kadosh Baruch told him, no, you understand. Sarai Menu sees much bigger, much better. She sees there's a soul that you needed to let go. It's not your child. It's nothing. And therefore, because of that, you can understand how... Look what it says in the end. In the end. Look what it says in the end of the parasha. That. Vayra esav kiraot b'not knan b'nei Yitzchak Aviv. Which means, Esav, which was the left, the psolet, the, 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 the poison, the tum'ah of Yitzchak, went and married who? Married the poison, the, the, the tum'ah, the dirt, the leftover, the waste of Avraham Avinu. They went to marry each other. And the Gemara says, which means 
הוסיף טומאה על טומאתו, והיא יצאה, הוסיף רש"י יצאה, הוסיף רשעה על רשעתו, שלא גרש את הראשונות. Which means, when you take the two and you marry them, it's like an explosion already. It's like, uh, you know, you have over here an atomic bomb. You have over here something explosive. So you have, you, you can just imagine, you ha- it, this opens up so much that in one hand, you have the Kedusha, the Tara, the Good, the Rachmanim, the Bayshanim, the Gomlech Hasadim, all the Midot Tovot of Klal Israel that were given to Avot HaKedushim, pure of the Tum'ah of Ishmael and Esav, and then Esav and Ishmael that carry the entire Tum'ah, the Psolet, the the the, the Thorns go and marry each other and create a new entity. From that Esav, you had Amalek. And from the Ishmael, you had Ishmaelim. So that is what we're facing. This, this, this opens up so much and faces, uh, uh, f- explains what we're facing today. The, the, the war between good and evil. It's a war between good and evil. You can't deny it. I'm saying it's not between nations. It used to be war between nations. Today, the, the, the war is between... It used to be wars between nations that want territory. One would want to conquer this, the other one would want to conquer that, right? You had Putin, he wants to conquer Ukraine. So, he's an evil man, uh, whatever you want to say. Okay, but he has an agenda, but somebody that doesn't have an agenda, he just wants to kill you. Why? Jihad. I want to kill you. Why? The purpose is to kill you. It's not about the land. It's not about anything. It's just for the purpose of killing, for causing destruction. This is the war that Ishmael brought to the world together with Esav. Esav is not guilty-free. Amalek is not guilty-free. But together you have such a, such a destructive power.